Happy Royal Rumble's Eve, my friends. It is the O Wrestling Podcast, and this is our Royal Rumble go-home show. That's right. We're doing our own Royal Rumble go-home show. Ten minutes of wrestling talk about the Royal Rumble before it debuts tomorrow. The 30 men and women Royal Rumble is happening tomorrow, uh, January 28th at around 8 p.m. It's going to be a great time. My family's excited. My daughter is crazy excited for the Women's Royal Rumble. We're going to pack around the TV, make some popcorn, and watch a bunch of stunt men and women chuck each other over the top rope uh, for like five hours. The match <laughs> takes forever. It's going to be a very long evening, but it's going to be fun. Can't wait. But today, we're going to talk about our favorite Royal Rumble moments. I have two in the tank, and I can maybe uh, think of one or two more after that, but I only walked into this room with two on my mind. Depending on how you view the Saudi Arabia shows, the greatest Royal Rumble is technically a Royal Rumble, and in that, Titus O'Neil, the big dog, had the most spectacular Rumble entrance, uh, maybe second only to Edge, Edge's return in 2020. Uh, when he ran down to the ring, lost his footing, and somehow slid his entire body underneath the ring. Now, there are few people who can pull off such a feat, but I think Titus O'Neil earned his spot in the WWE Hall of Fame when he slid directly underneath the ring and then had to, <laughs> had to climb out from underneath the ring climb back into the ring as he was discombobulated and very confused. The wrestlers in the ring were laughing. The commentators were confused. The crowd was just completely uh, dumbfounded. And then he had to recover himself and he did a spectacular job of, you know, doing his job. But I believe Braun Strowman then uh, did him the mercy of tossing him out. And I could only assume, I can only imagine what was said when he walked back through those curtains to the back. I, I would hope that the entire locker room gave him a standing ovation back there when he got back there. Because there, it's hard enough to, you know, look cool as a professional wrestler on the top uh on the coming out of gorilla position and you know doing your entrance and whatnot but to then <laughs> thoroughly embarrass yourself by sliding under the ring and then uh not getting any eliminations getting tossed out and then having to go back there you know that was probably the talk of the town for quite a while now given titus's uh his his ability to laugh at himself i believe the the in the actual Royal Rumble the next year, when he made his way to the ring, he slowed down, like he he ran he ran towards the ring. He stopped. Is like okay, I didn't slide underneath the ring, and then he went into the ring and then got dumped out again. It wasn't the first time Titus O'Neil fell. I believe in NXT they had you know some weird challenge where they had to carry uh, uh, barrels or jugs or some some nonsense over their head around the ring for some man nxt was weird back in the day and he fell down there too the man has uh buttery ankles he, he's at the bottom of his feet are covered in vaseline 
and I, I don't know. Uh, but he hasn't he hasn't wrestled a lot since, and he's doing really good work uh, with charities and, and kind of running things uh, in the back the back office now. So kudos to Titus O'Neil for that. Uh, definitely a great moment in Royal Rumble history. But my absolute favorite Royal Rumble moment. Uh, and it was shared with Dad's First Time. Shout out Dad's First Time. Twitch.tv slash Dad's First Time. Was the 2007 Royal Rumble. Where the final two entrants. Or the final two in the ring. Were The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. And when I tell you that we popped hard. When those two were the final two. They stood up and they squared off. And then proceeded to have a one-on-one match that could be the main event of a WrestleMania or any any pay-per-view slash premium live event. The, the the fact that the Royal Rumble, the 2007 Royal Rumble already was exciting and fun and we were having a blast. And then it ended on two of our favorite professional wrestlers, uh, specifically Dad's first time favorite wrestler is uh, Undertaker. Uh, I'm okay with Shawn Michaels. Um, but they, whenever they get together, they make magic. And the, the fact that they ended the Royal Rumble with these two uh, crazy Hall of Famers who then proceeded to put on like another 20-minute match or something, it was insane. Uh, uh, D1T and I were freaking out, screaming, stomping. Uh, we, I mean, we were very large uh, young men. I believe we were in, we were, around 23 or something just enormous dudes stomping in you know in an apartment just shaking rattling the 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 walls and all the furniture and everything just super excited for this uh showdown that went down with these two the uh, undertaker and hbk put on a fantastic like clinic of professional wrestling you want to talk go back and watch the 2007 uh the end of the 2007 royal rumble it is fantastic it is a a a dream and it was the undertaker's one and only royal rumble win and that says a lot about undertaker i think i i think i i did a a undertaker pseudo undertaker episode uh yesterday dating this episode uh just saying that the man doesn't need a title he didn't need a royal rumble win to go to wrestlemania and wrestle but they gave it to him so that he would have a title shot at uh, Mania. And the fact that it ended with Shawn Michaels, who is, who I believe is one of the Undertaker's top three opponents. They bring out the best in each other, especially in high stakes matches. And the fact that it was the end of the Royal Rumble, it, it doesn't get higher stakes than that. Um, what a fantastic Rumble moment uh, for you know anyone who loved Taker back in the day were HBK. It was just amazing. And it ended bloody and uh, Shawn Michaels went for the, the, the super kick to kick Taker out of the ring and Taker ducked it and kind of fumbled <laughs> but ended up picking up Shawn Michaels and tossing him out and just having that dude uh, win in such a dramatic fashion. It was, there was no better moment. It Definitely uh, great Amazing! One of the, what my top Royal Rumble moment of all time of all the WrestleManias I've seen. That's my favorite favorite moment. A close second is Edge's return in the 2020 
Royal Rumble uh, because it was a moment no one saw coming. It was a moment that resonated because we we didn't think well, um, Edge would ever be back because he had the injury. Uh, it, it, Royal Rumble is such a great event for spectacular professional wrestling moments. Uh, I still think Royal Rumble is a better event than WrestleMania because WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl. It's very much like advertising and celebrities and spectacle and noise. And the wrestling matches are obviously a close second, but it really is about showing out for the general public versus wrestling fans. Wrestling fans get the matches and then the general public get to see someone like Bad Bunny jump off the top rope, you know, or Pete Rose get tombstone, whatever. But Royal Rumble is like the pure, like that, this is the most gimmicky gimmick uh, pay-per-view event you can think of. Uh, and it's it's always a good time. It's one of the few uh, wrestling events that friends of mine who are casual wrestling fans look forward to. It is, it, it's the premier wrestling event, hands down. Uh, what is your favorite Royal Rumble moment? Uh, or favorite Royal Rumble in general? Let me know in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and get notified when new videos go live or subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. This has been the O Wrestling Podcast Royal Rumble Go Home Show. It's arm day, so I'm off to lift, but don't you ever forget. I'm your friend, but if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.